0: The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. Glenn Beck. Imagine being crumpled up inside of a womb for months on end. Then suddenly, being yanked out into a bright, cold room full of strange beasts. Eventually you get used to life a little more each day. I mean, it's different. It's not as cozy. You're not floating around in water. What's up with that? But you work with it. The two fleshy animals that carry you around, I guess they're pretty cool. One of them feeds you all the time. It's got a feed bag strapped to the chest. It's great. The other one, well, I don't know what the other one does, but it's a pretty good life. But one thing just isn't sitting right. And... Damn it, when I am able to form words, I am going to report these monsters. It's uh, it's all about these things they call diapers, I guess. Yeah, they're awful. I mean, I used to be able to poop, you know, right in the water. Of course, I had to swim around in it, I think. I don't really know how that worked. But you want to know what's worse than stewing in your own waste? Parental non consent and oppressive gender roles that allow for the microaggression against an unwilling and helpless victim, in this case, me, the baby. I mean, when will the patriarchy stop? You promise yourself, one day I am going to grow up into a fully formed one of those things, And then I'm going to pick my gender and my race and my general species. I might be one of those four-legged things that keeps licking my face. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe that's what I am. Oh, so many decisions. Anyway, once I decide all of those things, I am going to make it illegal to assault whatever it is I am right now with this non-consensual diaper changing. Well, fear not, baby, because Deanne Carson, an Australian sexuality educator, speaker and author, wow, she writes books, too has heard your panicked mumbles, and she is here fighting for you. And listen to all of the empowering things she has said during an interview on Australia's BBC News, ABC News Network.
1: How young are some of the children you talk to? Uh, We work from children from three years old. We work with parents from birth. From birth? Yeah, yeah. Just about how to set up a culture of consent in their home. So I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Mm. Of course the baby's not going to respond. Yes, mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters.
0: All right, as a baby, I'm not really... We were talking about diapers. What the hell's this nappy thing? Although she sounds really cool, I love the way she talks. But yet, somehow or another, even though her accent makes her seem like somebody who gets it, I think they call them words. And those words that are coming out of her mouth makes her seem, even to me, as a baby, like she's a moron. In ten years, the newborn baby's first meaningful sight will not be their mother. Thank God. It will be a stack of papers.
2: <laughs>
0: consent forms. Consent for everything that follows. Sign here to exist. Oh, wait a minute, hang on just a second. Something tells me progressives. Won't like that one, you know, because of something they call abortion.
2: <laughs> it's
3: Friday, May eleventh. This is the Glenn Beck program. Laughing up all you want. That's oh, a serious I issue. I know it is. Diaper consent is something
0: I know it is.
3: And really, consent is just the key that unlocks rape culture. <laughs> yes. Which is a whole other situation we should talk about. Knock
0: knock. Uh
3: who, who's there?
0: The patriarchy. The patriarchy. No, that's it. That's that's oh, okay. the whole that's the whole, that's the, that's the whole thing. Ooh, that's a yeah. terrifying joke. It is a terrifying <laughs> joke. It's a terrifying joke. <laughs> holy cow now we have to ask our babies for consent to change their nappy Hmm.
3: i mean uh, that's something that usually people would want to consent to it's not a pleasant experience i would imagine i
0: don't know it's awfully warm
3: (laughs) it's cold
0: when you i mean
3: i'm just saying the problem is it's multiple years until they can get to the point of consenting. Yeah, the problem That's, is uh, yeah, I think, yeah. it's a baby. <laughs> it's a baby.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like, should I ask my dog if I want to remove the poop from the yard, if they're okay, if they're fun, if they're finished pooping and eating it at the same time? I'm not sure you finished eating this. Can I remove this poop from the yard? I don't ask my dog things. And also, by the way, they would almost
3: definitely say no. They don't consent Uh, to uh, it. Oh, what a surprise. So they don't get to make that choice. (laughs) We humans are dictators when it comes
0: to uh, babies and dogs. Don't listen to these people. Whatever you do, don't listen to these people. It is insane. We have, as a society, lost. Is this not? Is this not the uh, what's that poem? The uh, from Rudyard Kipling oh the gods of the copybook headings yes i mean we are there we're there the gods of the copybook headings where it's like huh you know uh two and two plus uh two and two uh equals five no 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 it doesn't no it doesn't hey give me all your guns because you're really gonna be safe no uh-uh nope Perhaps uh, we could come up with some
3: arrangement that we will ask for consent if they'll just shut up. I, You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they will be happy to get your verbal response to uh, all of the things that uh, you like diaper changing and whatever else you want consent for. But first of all, uh, stop being loud when I want to sleep. Second of all (laughs) uh, When the diaper is being
0: I didn't know what he was doing I had no idea what that furry animal was doing The other one has got the feedback The other one is just always saying Shut up I want to sleep
3: What this voice is, (laughs) it's like like a smurf. I'm not sure either. I
0: I haven't been working on my baby talk lately.
3: (laughs) I will say, and we can criticize Mm -hmm. uh, this particular guest uh, for saying that you need to get consent from babies Mm -hmm. to have their diaper changed. Mm -hmm. Though, if we want to be honest about it, Mm -hmm. there's the phenomenon of the PPTP. The PPTP. The
0: PPTP.
3: <laughs> now the PPTP is advice mm-hmm. that you have to place over the male baby when changing the diaper.
0: Oh no! That's there's
3: because, no question on that one.
0: Because he pees in your face. He
3: may pee in your face. No, now, he, if there not is may, ever he been, does always always. So there, if there has ever been a more clear uh, expression of I do not consent to what's happening. Right. Can you think of one more direct than peeing in the face? Uh,
0: let me tell you something. You know why he's peeing in your face? Because you are changing his diaper without permission. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. right now. I think she's proved right her point. Right now. By the way, I have an update on the cat that walked 12 miles to get home. Remember this story this yesterday? This is a
3: terrible story. No,
0: this is a great story. It was a little or A little orange and white cat rejected by his family the it happened in in Wake county, and the the cat's name is Toby, and they decided that they no longer wanted little Toby, so they found another family. but Toby loved this family and missed him, and so walked twelve miles back to the family home and they they open up their door one day and there is Toby. Meow. Sitting on the porch. And this is when you told me this story the first time. I This is the point that I thought, this is
3: a great this story. This is a great
0: story. It's a great story. Walks 12 miles, finds the family that Toby, the little orange and white cat, loves. And so the family took him to a shelter to be euthanized.
3: <laughs> I mean, so, I mean,
0: it's, who is this? Is this the Dahmer family? I <laughs> don't know. I don't know what family looks at the cute little cat like the damn cat is back. Let's kill it. <laughs> I mean, it
3: made, it's really. I would definitely be suspicious of the idea that the the new family brought the cat back in a car and <laughs> dropped it in the front yard. Apparently
0: the other family said it didn't do that. Of course. That's what you right. say. Okay. You I mean, that. I am not a cat lover, so I could see that drop that damn cat on their doorstep. I could right. see that. Okay. However, uh, they claim that they didn't do that, <laughs> that it found its way back and, you know, was lost from the other family i don't know how long it took but it came back and it was sitting on the front porch and so the family took it to the shelter to be euthanized
3: it's terrible ending to well that there's story. an
0: update there's an update did it walk back from the other side <laughs> that's insane <laughs> no 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 oh. the shelter said yes to okay all right we'll do that okay monsters and they left and the shelter found a new uh found a new uh a home oh. and on monday a cat the cat now lives with a sibling and two children i don't don't i, I don't know i don't know how it happened what do you mean with a sibling a, si- so, wait, a cat sibling a, a, or a sibling I don't of it the says owner. yes with a cat sibling and two children so i don't know if the cat moved in with his sister and they've adopted two children I don't know if he went back to the original family and only the sister hasn't been euthanized. Is there a household run by human children that have adopted two cats? I don't know. I don't know. This is the second day on this story, and it is still (laughs) incomplete. (laughs) All right. Let me tell you about uh, Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe makes great safes, but now they also make it easy to own one. So you can buy a Liberty Safe at a great price and receive 12 months interest-free payments with zero down and zero APR. They even offer Liberty Safes for as low as $20 a month. Liberty Safe. There is nothing like the peace of mind, the lifetime warranty, the in-home delivery service. And I mean, all of it is unmatched in the industry. And when you buy a Liberty Safe, may I suggest you buy a bigger one. That's the number one complaint. I should have bought a bigger one. I know I felt that way the first day I owned a Liberty Safe. So have it installed in your home. Now you can do it with 12 months interest free payments for as low as $20 a month on approved credit. But you need to act now and protect what you value most. Your valuables are always protected with Liberty Safe. Go to libertysafe.com right now, the best built safes on the planet. It's LibertySafe.com. Why did the chicken cross the robes, Stu? Um, why? To fight the patriarchy, okay? Um, Come on into
3: today's world. Right, but didn't, like, Israel and Iran, when they almost had war? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. What, Whatever. The North Korean whatever. hostages were released. Whatever. And- Listen to this story. Legoland has responded to the accusations of improperly depicting Meghan Markle's skin color In a new exhibit, just ahead of Harry and Meghan's royal wedding. What? The exhibit on display at the Legoland Windsor Resort in Berkshire, England, depicts the couple's upcoming nuptials using nothing but Legos. It features two tiny Lego likenesses of Harry and Meghan, along with several members of the royal family and large groups of spectators outside of an all-Lego Windsor castle. Seems pointless, but nice. However, the bricks used to depict Megan's skin color are identical to Harry's Lego likeness, (laughs) despite the two having very different complexions in real life. The press has reached out to Legoland for an ex- uh, explanation. No, they have not. They, yes. they did not
3: bug Legoland yes. with that question. Legoland. They did. Let me be clear. Legoland mm-hmm. has a lot more important things to do. <clears throat> that, I, that is a statement
0: I meant to make. Legoland responded. Oh, God. Maybe I was wrong. Our Legoland figures are not... This is hard. What? This is... This, I just want to read this to you. This is where we're at. Now, think of this. Think of this. Mm -hmm. Our Legoland figures are not detailed representations of any of the characters and are all built using a limited range of primary brick tones. (laughs) We're in a place where Legos have to be explained. Mm -hmm. It's like you're talking to a six-year-old. Except they're issuing this to the press. And you know
3: what? No six-year-old would ever have a problem with no. it. No. no, Including one that was African-American nope. or that was mixed race or that was white. No one would care. No one. Only a dumb adult would care about such a thing.
0: TMZ <laughs> okay. noted the likeness of Megan's mother, Dora Ragland, as well as Mel B. of the Spice Girls, who is rumored to be attending the Royal Wedding. They appeared to be crafted with darker shades of Legos. Well, that would be the, the if you're
3: not a fan of uh, the hit TV show Suits, which of course I am, Meghan Markle is where she, that's where she is, and you might not know her necessarily, but she does not, she's not, uh, you would say she, I don't know, she's, I don't know how to say anything. No, anymore. you don't so don't say anything. <laughs> I
0: just got to go I the ahead, of that sentence and realize. Go ahead, I don't know racist. You going to You're gonna take on to this woman this. and her skin color. No. Go ahead. Her skin, I'll wait. Here we go. Okay. Her All skin right. color,
3: uh huh, is not the same as Harry, uh huh, as they point out in the article. Uh-huh. However, it is also not the same as fill in. Mm-hmm. No, know. go ahead. We'll wait. Uh, our 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 wonderful former president Barack Obama. They don't have the exact same skin tone. I would say her skin tone would be a uniting
0: factor of both our wonderful president and Prince Harry. So what you're saying is she's not Prince Harry and she's not Barack Obama. You're pointing out her otherness. (laughs) That's that's the point
3: of the article. Holy cow. What I'm saying is they might not have the exact color. They probably had to make a choice between... Uh, oh, Prince Harry and so Barack Obama, mm-hmm. our wonderful president, by the way, mm. Barack Obama, <laughs> making sure that everyone knows you can't criticize me because I praised Barack Obama. There's mm. a there's a there's a point in between, which perhaps uh, Meghan, who's beautiful, by the way, and I'm I actually think this is as bad as the things the king did back in the 1700s to rip her away from suits. But that's a whole other monologue. But I mean, she's very
0: beautiful. But I mean. I, so I was I remember when I was about 10 years old and growing up in the Pacific Northwest and and seeing things on the news, you know, from the rest of the country. I think I don't I mean, we never had busing problems or anything else that I was aware of. Um, and uh, and I remember saying probably 10 and I was dead serious. Dad, why doesn't everybody just have i don't think i use the word have sex i don't know how i said it but basically why doesn't everybody just have sex with everybody and that way we'll all just start coming out eventually into one color (laughs) and i don't remember what my dad said i just remember my dad's look at me like (laughs) i have no idea how to answer that i what the hell do i say now but you know what's interesting his answer may have been
3: ask your mother now, that's probably a good answer yes a, a good dad would say that mm-hmm. um but you, you you know that was i've heard that before too right like that became sort of a thing where it was like you know i guess in, in the flower if we put flowers and guns and we all mate and we all become the same color someday everything will be solved that doesn't solve racism
0: at all that's a typical no, left-wing you, answer to you it. will find you will find yeah. a problem with the shades yes. like legoland yep you, you will fi- fi- find yep. a shade.
3: She's darker than that. And if that if the race thing comes out, you'll find something else. People people are yep. tribal. Eye color. That's what they do. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's the star bellied sneeches. Of course, a wonderful uh, long form nonfiction book that you might remember from <laughs> right. Dr. Seuss okay. uh, outlines this pretty well. You'll always find your differences, and then you'll always chase the other thing. Can we, can I tell you something? You know what I learned about?
0: Don't ask why I was reading up on the history of sugar, but. Um, I know, uh, do do you know when sugar was first exported to, you know, the colonies to England, that it was a sign of wealth? Only the wealthy could have sugar. And so the wealthy wanted people to know that they had sugar. And so the, the black tooth, you know, rot in people's mouths that happened because of became a status symbol, so much so that the people at the bottom of the scale started to dirty their teeth (laughs) so they could look fashionable. How did this species last so long? Stop (laughs) it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!
3: I think everybody knows that if you screw up uh, when you're buying or selling a house, you can really screw up your financial future. It pretty much could destroy your marriage, too, I'm pretty sure, uh, because it's such a hassle that if you pick the wrong real estate agent, it can cause fight after fight after fight. It's not something you want. It's not a road you want to go down. If you're buying or selling a house, you want to make sure you've picked the right real estate agent. It's incredibly important. That's why Glenn Beck created realestateagentsitrust.com. Real Estate Agents I Trust is a network of over 1,200 agents all across America, and they have been qualified rigorously, experience, marketing plans, character, um, their values, because these are people who listen to the show just like you. If you need to sell a house fast and for the most money, or if you're looking to buy, go to realestateagentsitrust.com right now. You'll be introduced to the best agent in your town. Let these agents earn your business. Get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: Effingham, Illinois. It's a county in Illinois that has decided to become a sanctuary county. Now not the way you normally think of a sanctuary county. This one is saying that the new uh, resolution in the in the State House of Illinois is uh, unconstitutional. It's HB 1467. And basically what it says is that uh, you have to turn in your guns, your bumps, your bump stocks, Anything that the state says is no longer acceptable, you have to turn it in. And if not, you're a felon. Well, what part of shall not be infringed, don't you understand? So Effingham has come up with a resolution and they passed it eight to one. The county board passed a resolution in response to the the anti-gun bills and it says that the state infringes on Second Amendment rights and the county will become a sanctuary for owners of firearms that have been unconstitutionally prohibited. Board member David Campbell is uh, with us to talk about this, because now this is starting to spread all over Illinois and indeed the country. And we welcome David to the program. Hi, David. How are you? Good
1: morning, Glenn. Thanks thanks for having me on the show
0: you bet so i love the response from especially the people from uh from uh uh, chicago that say how dare you you can't just make your city a sanctuary because you don't agree with the laws
1: yes one of those happens to be a uh, representative up there kathleen kathleen willis Mm
4: -hmm.
1: she sponsored senate bill 31 and that was basically to say the state could ignore the federal immigration laws. Right. She puts out a statement. Once we pass our resolution, she puts out a statement saying, I don't think you can say I don't agree with the law. Just so I, you know, I won't enforce it. And <laughs> sends the wrong message. She so what, what the heck? Right. You know, what's, what's she doing?
0: Okay. So David, is this a point on sanctuary cities or are you serious about this?
1: No, we're, we're extremely serious about this. And Basically, we were just tired of seeing all these House and Senate bills coming down, and that's what made me want to do something to to, to address it. So I thought a resolution would be the best way to do that. So, um, so tell me about the
0: House bill that 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 came down that forced you into this action, and it, it, how were they planning on this working? That you have to go—is the government going to go door to door and? and check to see if you have any guns. Are they going to pay you for the guns? What 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 exactly
1: is the bill? And, that, and that's why we wanted to address this, because the bills are not clear. There are several bills out there. There's even been more since our resolution, but we addressed House Bill 1465, 1467, 68, 69, and Senate Bill 1657 in our resolution. The biggest points in there that we were very upset with were you can send, uh, you know, our, our, our boys can go off and fight at 18 in a war. We send them off. They come back, and this House this Bill 1465 says that under anybody under 21 has to surrender their lawful owned firearms and becomes an immediate felon. So they can go off and fight in a war, come back, get their gun out, and immediately be a felon for going out and wanting, wanting to shoot in sport, hunt, whatever, protection. No, that's not right. And that's what really caught our attention in, in one of those. And then you address the, the 1465 with the bump stocks and trigger cranks, things like that. Where does that stop? I mean, they even, you know, they're wanting to take away armor. And a lot of these security guys use armor to protect themselves when they're, when, you know, when they're on the job. And, and no, we don't want that taken away either. I mean, we have to take a stand on these, on these rights. They're starting to erode not only the Second Amendment rights, but all our constitutional rights, and that's what made me want to do this resolution. Why we wrote it,
0: because you say it's not only a, a, a violation of the Second Amendment, but it's also a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Correct. For those who don't, yeah, mem- just, for those who don't, not, may not remember the Fourth Amendment. That's the one after the you know the one where they can't quarter soldiers. Explain the violation of the Fourth Amendment.
1: Well, the fourth one is basically uh, addressed in the House Bill fourteen sixty five, and it, it, it requires persons to immediately relinquish and lawfully own magazines and things like that. The, the higher capacity magazines, they become instant felons. Uh, you know, if, if they don't do that, we're, it, the way this bill's written. It doesn't. It, it just does not make any sense whatsoever.
0: Now, have people, I've read that people from from even Washington State have called and said, can I get a copy of this bill?
1: I am so proud of our counties and states, Glenn, I could just scream. I mean, it's, we've had, uh, actually at this point, we've had over 70 counties ask for a copy of this resolution. To date, we've had 11 of them pass it. And this has only been in the last 30 days. I mean, this has really only been going for about 30 days. So. Wow. And then I've had 10 states also ask for this now. So what, what's that tell you? I mean, people are tired of this, and we're, everybody's willing to take a stand. This is a grassroots effort. Everybody is just on board with this, ready to go, and, and I haven't seen anything like this. I'm proud of all these people. Uh,
3: so, David, what's your uh, what's your take on sanctuary cities as applied to immigration?
1: We are totally against the uh, the illegal immigration uh, status that that our state allowed uh, for these folks to come in we we don't want that um, and I, I know there's several other states that are fighting that right now too it's uh let them come in properly like you know like everybody else but just to grant illegal immigrants to come in and, and uh, take over your state we don't we are not in favor of that but
0: it, but specifically the the sanctuary cities how do you uh, how do you say this sanctuary city is wrong, but what we're doing is right? What's the difference?
1: Well, the difference is we're following the Constitution. I mean, uh, right, the right to bear and, and defend yourself, bear arms and defend yourself. That is part of the Constitution. Show me in the Constitution where it's okay to allow legal, illegal immigrants to come in.
3: Because I, I agree with you, of course, on this concept. And I love the point you're making, uh, which you know, is, a, is a really valid one. Um, I, do you worry at all, though, that, you know, in a way you're codifying the concept, right? The, it, it, the left will have their own ridiculous arguments as to why uh, illegal immigration is is an exception as well. And we get to this point where every county is making exceptions to laws and, you know, we might wind up with big problems.
1: Uh, that's why I'm liking what I'm seeing with this with this resolution. A lot of counties are coming together. It's almost like they're starting to form an alliance. Uh, I know there's a lot of states' attorneys that are talking t- together now uh, from other counties, and I think you're going to see uh, some some good alliances formed out of this that are that are going to start putting their foot down on some of these ridiculous laws that are coming through.
0: David, do you have you played it out in your head? I mean, we're getting to a place to where we're not listening to each other, we are not cooperating with each other, and uh, the left is very serious about uh, you know their gun confiscation and i don't see uh, you know 320 million guns i don't see uh, you know very mil- very many million of those as a percentage being turned in uh to a to a government uh, have you thought this through on what this means and are you really going to take in people and shelter them uh, should this be enforced if this passed
1: this is a you know right now it's a symbolic measure and i it's going to be up to each individual uh state's attorney from each county as to how they want to handle it and the sheriff's department how they want to handle it i know uh, our state's attorney helped me write this resolution he's actually the one that put the part in with the sanctuary uh clause in it so i know that i'm going to have his backing on this and uh like i say it's, it's a grassroots effort right now and i think it's going to grow into um, each individual county making that choice, but as these alliances get bigger and bigger, I think it's—I think everybody's going to agree—to stick with uh, the premise of not allowing uh, illegal immigrants into their counties and to uphold the Constitution of, of the United States, especially the Second Amendment part, um, allowing us uh, to keep and bear arms. I don't—I don't see our local law enforcement. Uh, uh, Going after anybody's guns here locally, I can tell you that.
0: I um I will tell you that the NRA just had their um their big convention here uh, last week in Dallas, and I spoke to somebody. You know, the NRA is is uh, filing lawsuits on behalf of citizens in Illinois that uh, are living in some of these these towns, um, and they're afraid they're having a hard time finding um, people that will will sign up. To be, you know, Jane Doe, because they're afraid of the reprisals and what it means to their family and the danger that it puts them in uh, in some of these cities. I mean, we're really we're quickly approaching a really frightening uh, place to where if people with courage don't stand up and fight this, uh, you're you're, we're going to lose it.
1: I agree. And that's why we wanted to take a stand. I don't want, I, I don't want my kids to have to fight this. I want to get this straightened out before, uh, before they, they have to take this over and becomes their problem. And right now I have, what I'm seeing is there are so many people tired of, of what, you know, the way this, the legislators are, are treating the second amendment and the constitution. I, I see a lot of pushback. I think a lot of people are going to start standing up. I know Effingham County has all uh like say 11 other counties around us have and there's a several like say several states have also contacted us i think now's the time when i think they're ready to stand and take this fight on head on Uh,
0: david if somebody wants to reach out to you or get a copy of this or get advice how would they how would they contact you
1: yeah they can get actually they can uh you know our board office here in Effingham. They can get get a hold of them. I I can give you an email. I'm, I'll even give you my cell phone number. I'm I'm that adamant. That I want people to have access to this. I would rather not
0: give out your cell phone number just because of the crackpots that might call you. But <laughs> let's give your uh, let's give the email address.
1: Okay, you ready for it? Yep. It's at work, and that is A B W O R A S E U. At gmail.com.
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Appreciate you sticking in the fight with us. You bet. Make sure to throw in a couple
3: underscores in that address somewhere. Just, It's always <laughs> good to throw in a couple underscores. <laughs> it's always advisable. It's, it's, interesting. it's an interesting debate because I love the point. Obviously, I completely agree that it's constitutional. You cannot infringe these rights. There, there's a there's a there's an interesting split I think in the in the conservative movement right now, which is if someone else does something wrong, right, do you codify that by taking what they did wrong and applying it to an issue that you like?
0: Yeah. Right. No, I am against that. However, I think this is right. You know, we should get Mike <laughs> Lee on this. No, 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 no. I think I this is I, I, I think this is legally correct. Yes. Okay, I, I'd I, like to talk to somebody who's. You know, let's get Mike Lee on because the Illinois is uh, violating the Constitution, several points in the Constitution, and it requires people to stand up and say, nope, we are not abiding by that. That is against the Constitution. It's not that there's a law I don't like. This is clearly spelled out in the Constitution, and we'll maybe we'll pursue this a a little bit next week. Let's see if we get uh, Mike on. Can we? All right, um, let's talk a little bit about Bitcoin. For years, I didn't know anything about Bitcoin. Uh, in fact, I had some really smart people say, "You know, you should put put a hundred dollars in it right now, cause you know Bitcoin's only like three cents." You put a <laughs> hundred dollars in right now, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's three cents. There's no way this. I don't even understand. This is crazy." Yeah, well. You know what you'd be hearing from me today if uh, if I would have done it then? Nothing. Because I'd be on an island somewhere. Nothing. You'd hear nothing. Anyway, if you would like to get educated on uh, crypto, what it means, what the future is, uh, how to invest, how to buy, how to sell, which ones, how how blockchain works. We've put together a crypto master course for you with the Palm Beach Research Group, and uh, I want you to see it. Just go to uh, smartcryptocourse.com. That's smartcryptocourse.com. Take this course and don't make the mistake of not knowing what the future holds. smartcryptocourse.com. Hmm, let's see. Boy. We've had a we've had a full day already oh and Bill O'Reilly is coming up next the Bill O'Reilly the Bill O'Reilly very exciting oh
3: my gosh very exciting I've been I noticed uh have you noticed the last couple of days uh what was it was it Tom Brokaw that got uh, accused of some bad things at work was it was it Bro- yeah Brokaw?
0: I did it was Brokaw and um you know I I love the fact that everybody is rallying around Tom Brokaw yeah well see the thing is they know him though See, that's the difference. See, you no, but know he's him, been so accused.
3: It's okay for you. No, to... but
0: he's been accused by a whole bunches of people.
3: Yeah, I know. And their defense is, you know, we've actually spent a lot of time with the guy. And no, he no, seems... they
0: haven't said those things out loud, have they? Oh, yeah, they actually signed a letter. 60, 60 people, I think Wait it was. a minute, what? At, hold at, it, just a second.
3: At uh, NBC, we were sort of like, hey, you know what? We actually spent a lot of time with him. We, don't see, <laughs> did... we never saw anything like this.
0: Yeah, did you see? You know, Because and... that's what I did with Bill O'Reilly. Oh, I remember
3: that. That's yeah. right. That's... And they
0: didn't... Huh? Wait a minute. They didn't take that as a good thing. I mean,
3: look, it, you don't know, right? Like, you're not in every they, the people that signed that letter. were not in every situation that Tom Brokaw was in. They, there's no way you could put completely rule out that something terrible happened. Right. However, you apply the knowledge of the person that you know really well, and that gives you more information than some dolt on the street who's just judging from afar. Correct.
0: And i so that's I'm not, not a judging- bad thing. Here's the thing. I'm not judging Tom Brokaw. I don't know him. It looks bad, but all of the people around him are saying, "No, no, 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 that you don't know Tom. I know Tom." Okay, and- well, why is Tom Brokaw more believable to you than than my personal experience with Bill O'Reilly? Right, that's
3: ridiculous. I mean, it's just- you, and this is why you have a justice system. So when bad things happen, they get reported, and 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 you try to figure it out with an actual process at the time. That's what it's supposed to happen. That's the only way you can figure these things out.
0: Back in a minute with Bill O'Reilly. Glenn, back. Okay, okay. I got some new. I got some new jokes that work on campus. Ready? Knock, knock. Uh, knock, who, knock. Who's who's there? The patriarchy. <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh. I love that. Okay, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. To fight the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right, okay. You ready for this one? What do you get when you make a stupid harmless joke to a professor of gender studies in an elevator? The the patriarchy? Ostracized. <laughs> <laughs> He's is, he is, uh, ostrous. Uh, okay. Last month in San Francisco at the annual conference for the International Studies Association, Richard a uh, political science professor at King's College in London, made a joke in a crowded elevator. Oh, my gosh. Simona Sharoni, professor of gender studies at Merrimack College in North Andover, Massachusetts, my gosh! Just listen to that. Professor of gender studies at Merrimack College in North Andover, Massachusetts. Could it get more snotty than that? (laughs) Anyway, she had um, uh, she had elected uh, herself uh, button push, triggered, okay, and asked what floor everybody needed. And so uh, the voice of the seventy six year old New York born Richard Lebow said, "Ladies' lingerie." (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) It was. Now, a couple of people (laughs) laughed. Maybe people rolled their eyes. (laughs) But one, one did not get off that elevator and get on with their life. They couldn't. They couldn't. The brief exchange has ignited an academic version of a forest fire. The same time, the sheer hysteria involved has turned the incident into a modern uh, knock-knock joke where a campus feminist professor finds a way to make every interaction about gender. This woman needs to get a life. Ruth Marcus uh, wrote about the incident last week in the Washington Post. She said it was a lame, uh, outmoded joke. The sort of thing that you say in a crowded elevator to alleviate the discomfort of being jammed along with strangers, uh, you know, in an uncomfortable room where nobody is saying anything. It's an artifact of the days of fancy department stores with operators announcing the floor stops. Hello? Hello? The days of women feeling compelled to stay silent in the face of sexist remarks or conduct are thankfully on the way out. But hear something. Say something. But by all means, not every stray statement by a 76-year-old man warrants a resort to disciplinary procedures. For goodness sake, let's maintain some sense of proportion and civility as we figure out how to pick our way through the minefield of modern gender relations, end quote. If explaining a joke is a quick way to ruin a joke, then explaining a bad joke is even worse. But even worse than that is becoming outraged by a bad joke and then turning it into a cause for activism. Can can this country come back to common sense? Comedy sometimes pisses people off. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's offensive by nature. Its offensiveness, now hear me out, is oftentimes a mechanism for exposing an ugly truth. In other words, now this is going to come as a surprise. In other words, people say things that they don't actually believe in order to make a point or just to get a laugh. We used to call this A sense of humor. I know. It's criminal now. It's crucial to our humanity. As crucial as the sense of smell. The sense of taste. The sense of touch and sight. It's a sense of humor. And without that sense, the world becomes very, very bleak. And full of dangerous words. And violent assumptions. And there is no safe place. A sense of humor reminds you that while powerful and 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 infinite those words do not contain actual violence and when peppered with a bit of comedy or sarcasm they can actually make you feel pretty good about things
3: it's friday may 11th this is the glenn beck program
0: Warning, we are not entering a safe zone. We are entering the zone where Bill O'Reilly is, and he just might say anything. Is there spin in this zone? There's no spin in this zone. Oh my zone. gosh. Hello, Bill O'Reilly. How are you, sir? Why did he want to go to the ladies' lingerie floor? Yeah, exactly, Bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You got it. You, I mean, you nailed that one. Uh-oh. Bill, I've got, something. Up. I, yeah, I, I've, I've got something. I've got something. I've got something for you that I think may make your head explode even more than that. Uh oh. Okay. When I came out and said, "Look, Bill O'Reilly is my friend, and I can only base, uh, you know, my judgment of Bill O'Reilly on what I know as a guy and what I know as a friend of his and somebody who has seen him uh, in in many places," and that was absolutely unacceptable unacceptable oh my gosh glenn beck is with that pariah bill o'reilly okay nobody would accept that i want to play something from george stephanopoulos talking to an accuser of tom brokaw and listen to what he said to her
4: tom brokaw is pretty angry he says he was ambushed says he was perp walked. what's your response in that letter, he describes you as a colleague who has trouble with the truth. Are you absolutely convinced that everything you remember about that incident, those incidents with Tom Brokaw, would what happened? As you know, a lot of women at NBC News have come forward, some 60 women, some of the highest profile women at the network have come forward in support of Tom Brokaw, in support of his reputation as a colleague of integrity and decency. How do all of us who've, I've known Tom Brokaw for years, watched him for years before that, admired his career? Clearly has a loving family, friends. How do we put all that in context? How do you put it all in context? This is an important point in the Me Too movement for that very reason. Because some people
2: might be tempted to believe that all harassers look and act like Harvey Weinstein.
4: It's not true.
0: So they're, they're surrounding Tom Brokaw with love and accolades. And they're all doing it because they say, I know him. I know him. What is the difference between you and Tom Brokaw? Is there?
2: Well, there's a big difference between me and Brokaw. But, um, you know, the establishment tends to uh, protect itself. And uh, as I said many times, not a man in the country that's safe from accusations at this point in history There's not one in this whole country that's safe. And I think Stephanopoulos, uh, he did his job, by the way. That's what Stephanopoulos should do, and all the interviewers should do is ask the toughest questions they can ask to anybody who hoists an allegation. Um, But in the general sense, Fox News is something to be destroyed. And, I mean, it's obvious that... uh, left-leaning establishment press the new york times washington post all the networks want to destroy fox news the quickest way to do that was to get rid of me um and you were before me so let's destroy fox news so that's really the difference here
0: in tone so bill isn't the way they're handling the tom brokaw thing the way it should be handled Look, we don't know. We weren't in the room. We—I mean, with you, I've said to you, I—and I've said to the audience, I wasn't in the room. I don't know all of the details, but I have there aren't asked any
2: details on me. I mean, look, there were very specific allegations made against Brokaw by Linda Vester, who I know. Um, you know, okay, you're right. Nobody knows, so let the process play out. Um, NBC hasn't done anything to Tom Brokaw. It's NBC's prerogative. Um, You got to let it play out. But, you know, when you look at these things, they have to be taken on every basis. Every single thing has to be taken on an individual level. It's like a crime. Not all shoplifting is the same. Not all robberies are the same. So. You know, I, I we're living in a very dangerous time, and this ties into your monologue on the uh, a nutty professor who made the comment in the elevator. Mm-hmm. If you do anything or say anything that's deemed to be "quote unquote" offensive, then you can have your life ruined. That's where we are in the Stalinist portion of America, which is growing. It's growing. Due process, forget it. We don't care about due process. We're going to try to destroy people. And now they have a mechanism in which to do that.
0: Okay, let me switch subjects. Uh, Let me go to uh, Donald Trump this week saying uh, in a tweet that uh, maybe we should. uh, choose the journalists um, that interview at the uh, White House that ask questions in the White House because too many of them are saying negative things, and he deemed that fake news. the The press should be adversarial to people in power, reasonably uh, adversarial, not yeah. n- you know, not not just a- angry and trying to do anything they can to destroy, but they should never take them at their word, and they should do their job and make sure that they are not you know, brought into a circle. Well, uh, gosh, that's, that's exactly what we had under Barack Obama. We had everybody in there was favorable, uh, to Barack Obama and they didn't have a problem with that. Now everybody is not favorable to, uh, Donald Trump with a few exceptions. And, uh, you know, I fought against the, uh, Obama administration for what they were doing to journalists in particular to Fox news and, and James Rosen, uh and i i have to stand up against this president if he would say that we need you know we're going to we're going to pick and choose who's a journalist in the white house that's not right
2: well it's not going to happen first of all it's the usual bombast from donald trump he's not going to do anything because it make it would make a martyr out of Jim Acosta or uh, the other people, April Ryan, who don't like him. But I think that if I were president, Beck, and we could all um, have a very good time, if that were true, um, <laughs> I would, I would absolutely call out people, journalists who are being dishonest, not unfair, not unfair, dishonest. It's like in any other profession. If you're dishonest then you can lose your perch. But you have to prove it. You'd have to say, here's what Acosta did over a period of time. Here's what was really true. The man is being dishonest, so we are not going to credential him to sit in the press briefing. You can get away with that, and I think that's legitimate. But for opinion, you can't. you got to let the uh, journalist uh, spout off but if they're blatantly dishonest, then you can go out. Well, we
0: went through that at Fox when I was there. I know the White House went to speak to Roger Ailes about me several times. And um, uh, Roger said, if he is wrong, we will correct it. What are That's the th- right. what are the things that he said that are incorrect? Uh, and they only could come up with that. that I said uh, Van Jones went to prison when, indeed, he only went to jail and I did correct that. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, there were, there were bars <laughs> yeah, involved in both. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. that, but to show that that was a standard, and that was, is, that the, is
2: the standard. It is, it is or
0: should is the be, the standard. Right. More on this. Just but you got to st-
2: understand something. See, yeah. I think you and Stu. Let's get Stu involved. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Bill. I
2: think you, I think you take President Trump too literally
0: no 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 Uh, uh-uh. no wait a minute uh, mm-hmm. i want you to know because
2: i d- everybody knows what he's doing correct with this journalistic thing so I, you I know what he's doing
0: yes so let me take a break and i want to come back right there because part right. of me is i know he's he's not going to do that he's no. not going to do that however i want to ask you one question and i think it's important that we talk about that when we come back all right, if you've ever taken your car in for just a simple oil change and then the mechanic finds something wrong or that damn check engine light, I, I'll pay extra for a car that doesn't have that light because then it doesn't go off and I don't ever have a problem with my engine. Anyway, <laughs> when that light goes off, I mean, and you you're out of warranty, you break out in a cold sweat. I mean, it's been this way since I was a kid, man. Something goes wrong with a car and you're just like, I don't have the money to. Please be something simple. And it never is. That's why you have to have car shield. I saved thousands of dollars on my truck recently because I brought it in for an oil change. I think it was like $6,500. It was crazy amounts. The reason why I can't tell you the exact amount is because I didn't have to pay for it. Car shield did. It was a covered repair with Car Shield. So if your car has 5,000, 150,000 miles on it and you're out of warranty, now is the time to get Car Shield. Save yourself thousands in future car repairs and get covered in the ultimate extended vehicle protection like I did before something goes wrong. 800 Car 6100. 800 car 6100 mention the promo code Beck, or you can just go to their website visit carshield.com and use the promo code Beck. that's carshield.com you'll save 10 percent with a promo code Beck. a deductible may apply back with bill o'reilly from billoreilly.com talking about the first amendment freedom of press the president has joked uh this uh this week or he didn't he didn't joke he made a statement on twitter uh, that said, maybe I should uh, revoke some c- credentials uh, at the White House because they're unfair and dishonest. Uh, fake news. Um, well, the press has gone crazy. When he said that, my first reaction, you know, was an eye-rolling, like, he's not going to do that. This is just, and the press is going to spend all of their time going crazy about that. Two thoughts came to mind, Bill, and I want you to answer both. First, uh, the president is the chief of the bully pulpit, he is also sworn to uphold the constitution. And that means to help instill the sense of the constitution. Nobody even knows under 30. They don't even know what freedom of press and freedom of speech even means. The president should not be saying things like that because it lets people of another generation, unlike yours and mine, think that that is even a possibility. Second, uh, I shouldn't be put in a position to where I am kind of numb to the president saying things like this. I, I shouldn't have to go. Well, which one did he mean, and which one didn't he mean? Can you answer those?
2: Well, I mean, I think you're living in a uh, in a world that is full of butterflies and um, pink uh, flowers
0: because
2: <laughs> the country elected a bombastic guy who doesn't really think about the constitution right when he tweets okay so (laughs) i as somebody
0: that uh, who i am i do think of the constitution and so i should take those seriously and i should say the president or anyone should not be joking like that in a position of power because that is unconstitutional
2: well you can make that criticism but it's not a, a criticism that's going to go anywhere, because the American people elected a man who called a sitting senator, Little Marco. Right, I know, I know, I know. The I know. Nation I know. That a uh, two-term governor in Florida was boring and should move down the stage because his poll numbers were cratering. This is who the public elected. <laughs> right. So now you want Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> come
0: on. Yes, I do want Benjamin I do. Franklin. I would Franklin. take Benjamin Bring Franklin. Bring Ben back. Yeah. Uh,
2: but okay. it, it does seem,
3: though, that we are, uh, you know, uh, we are supposed to come up with a different rule of human interaction with this president than I do with everyone else. When I go to Starbucks no, and I order something, they literally tell me what I'm going to get. And But with this that's guy, I'm insightful. supposed to translate all the time. I have to have Bill O'Reilly on every
2: week to translate what the president says. Yeah. Saying you and and to explain uh, the state of the nation but look you get what you vote for it's like you get what you pay for it's get, you get what you vote for the thing about donald trump that is impressive in some areas is that the guy is the guy okay i mm-hmm. mean he's not a phony politician which is why he was elected yes so mm-hmm. he his behavior was awful in the primaries, you know, and you guys wanted awful behavior. So we have it. Now, by awful, I mean that he is not going to censor himself because of any greater good or unintended consequence, and that can lead to really not good things. (laughs) Now, the rationalization is, well, his policies are good. So he's well, got I will a little, tell you, little rocket guy on his knee.
0: Let me let he's me come let me come back, back let me come back to that because some of the things that I have said, you know, don't tweet that, Mr. President. Please don't tweet that has actually turned out to help him. And so you're not really sure where to turn on this one. Back in a minute with Glenn, Bill O'Reilly. Back. Go back to Bill O'Reilly. We're talking, uh, l- l- let me talk specifically about North Korea and the um, the prisoners that were uh, brought back to the United States. Bill, how much do you think um, Donald Trump's tweets, I mean, his very aggressive tweets against the short fat man, uh, played a role? None. None. You want to know what happened? Yeah.
2: All right. So Trump said to uh, the Chinese guys, look, um, we can really put an economic hurt on you. And I'm going to go out and say that we're going to do that because we have a $375 billion deficit and that's got to come down. And the Chinese guys said, "Ooh, we don't want that. And he said, and another thing, you get the little jerk in North Korea and you tell him he's got to stop this nonsense. And I'm putting it on you to do that. Now, if you bring him in, then I'll lay off on the deficit thing. That's what happened. So the Chinese guys called up the little rocket guy and said, hey, if you keep it up and keep launching missiles and being bellicose, word of the day, okay, we're going to make sure that there's a bullet in the back of your head. Mm. So you're 29. Do you want to see 30? You knock it off. So Little Rocket Guy met with his two friends and he said, hmm, we probably should knock this off and then we'll get a lot of fame by uh, playing along and being a good guy like Muammar Gaddafi, who did the same thing when he was on the ropes in Libya. So that's why it happened. had nothing to do with tweets.
0: So... He is turning uh, that's, out. How about that analysis? No, it's huh? very good. Right. It's, it's very let's good. Spirit for the man. He is <laughs> let's hear it. exactly what happened. All right. So he is turning <laughs> out to be. Uh, yes. What was promised as a very good negotiator in some cases, but not on the domestic front. Why?
2: Well, wait, wait, wait. I don't know about very good negotiator yet. Okay, we'll see. Good because Iran's now in play, and, and Putin is still causing troubles. I'm not sure about that, but the one thing he has that no American president has had since Millard Fillmore is that Trump is crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So, and I say that in a nice. <laughs> I bet you do. And these guys over there, going, you know, this son of a bitch, he could.
0: Lob the missile right well, into my nose. That's what that's what I meant by those tweets. He is a guy with a twitchy eye to the rest of the world. He does yes. not play ball the way everybody else does, and I think that's important. You know, at the negotiating table, you have to know your opponent. That's right, but and they don't know him yet.
2: Correct, but they but they're they don't want to take the chance. Now, don't be surprised, as in the next press conference. Donald Trump steps to the podium wearing a Serape, a round Western hat, and having a little cheroot. Him, okay? okay. And because he wants the bad guys in the world, he wants them to think this guy's capable of anything. Is it- That's what he's doing with Iran now. Okay, he's so doing t- exactly the same thing. So He's going, we're going to break you. We're going to break you first economically, but if you get out of line... You fire on a, one of our warships in the, in the Persian Gulf or anything, you see what's going to happen, and and so that that kind of persona is effective to some degree. Not going to work with Putin, yes, I know. but it will work with the third world people. So tell and me that's why he got a little rocket man to do what he's doing.
0: Tell me what's going to happen next week and this weekend in Israel. Things are really heating up between Iran and Israel. I think that's where the yep. next war is going to be for the Middle East. Uh, but it's
2: I, not going to be a long war because Iran can't stand up to the Israeli military machine. So you got you know the mullahs know they got problems inside the country because all the people hate them. Because they can't prosper, all right. All the only reason they're there is because of the Revolutionary Guard, which is like the Gestapo or the SS. It's the same thing, Um, and that's the only reason that these mullahs control that country. So Israel is itching, is itching to blow the hell out of them, all right. So I predict that Iran will pull back. It made its little statement. And it got whacked. It got whacked. And so the Iranian military machine can't stand up to the Israeli military machine, and that's why the thing will peter out, I think.
0: I want to talk to you about your op-ed, Political Evil. This is something that we covered on our show uh, three, four weeks ago, and there's no traction on it. People are not paying attention, and you are right. It is political evil. Do you want to go through this? No doubt. Well, the column
2: is posted on BillOReilly.com, and I thank you very much for mentioning it. There was a, uh, and just very briefly, there was a secret meeting in Atlanta a short time ago. At the meeting, the head of the DNC, Perez, former governor of Virginia, uh, Terry McAuliffe, who wants to run for president, and other big-shot Democrats. The meeting was dominated by a group called Solidare, which nobody's ever heard of, okay? Solidare has... Uh, accumulated a bunch of very wealthy, far left zealots, people like Soros, and put together a fund of tens of millions of dollars to target people like me, like you, like Trump, like people they despise, all right, for destruction. And that can take on a lot of different forms. But the form that is apparent is that they are paying people, attorneys, who's paying Stormy Daniels' attorney? Avenetti. Who's paying him? Somebody is. Okay. So anyway, this group, which was involved in this conference in Atlanta, put together a slush fund of tens of millions of dollars to destroy people. Americans don't know about it. Mainstream media won't cover it. It is the news. That's my column on BillOReilly.com, and it's backed up every way you can back it up.
0: It is the new Tides Foundation, uh, and it is better and bigger and more vicious, I think, than the... Vicious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And this this is what happens in totalitarian societies, okay? That's what Stalin did. It's what Mussolini did. It's what Ho Chi Minh did, all right? Target your enemies, destroy them very quietly, um, and make it seem like it's a legitimate thing. So the stormy downs doesn't come out of doesn't just doesn't come out of nowhere. Woman got paid off, all right, and she got her money, took her money, and then all of a sudden she's back. She's back with a lawyer who's on every single program. That's not an accident. It's not an accident, and that is the most extreme thing I can show you, but it happens to happen to me okay um and it's happening to other people politicians commentators whatever it may be and and this is just off the chart so new york times going to do something about this no. no they're not
0: so bill the the democracy alliance uh is is part of this and it is a very very far left group and it is it is pushing the democrats into a place and they don't need a hard push but is pushing them into free universal education, universal health care, uh, universal free stuff everywhere. I mean, it is everywhere. hardcore socialism, uh, and is the Democratic Party the the actual voters? Are the voters that vote Democrat in the rest of the country? Are they with that?
2: They don't know really what the extreme uh, part of the Democratic Party is angling for. But the extreme part is is becoming
0: the... the, 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 Wait, but the extreme part is now the main part of the Democratic Party. Not yet. It's
2: not quite there yet. Look, in the column, I I give the agenda that was on the discussion sheets in Atlanta. Okay, And the most striking thing about that agenda... Was that these people want Medicare for everybody right. at every age? Okay, so you're born, you got Medicare. That means that all your health bills for your whole life are paid for by the federal government. Okay, for 350 million Americans, because I'm including illegal aliens in there, because they're going to get everything too. Okay, so in order to pay for that, you have to seize property from individuals and from corporations. You have to. You can't pay for it any other way but seizing, outright seizing private property.
0: You mean see, you mean seizing hospitals and
2: You have to seize the mechanism of profit. So that you have to you have to impose punitive taxation on corporations, forget about the, the Trump tax cut. That yeah. goes back up to forty. And then if you are an affluent American, you tax everything you have. Mm -hmm. All right, Everything you have. Mm -hmm. And then when you die, you come in and take everything away. That's the only way to pay for Medicare, universal Medicare, for all Americans at every age.
0: Well, it's not only universal Medicare. It's free college tuition. And my favorite was uh, reparations for slavery.
2: Right. Reparations for slavery they want. That means cash payments to uh, African Americans. -Americans. It's amazing. But the big thing is the the Medicare. When I saw that, I went... This is unbelievable. And they have not said that publicly yet. No Democratic candidate has said that. Because then people like you and I would discuss it. <laughs> and, and then people would go, I don't want right. them taking my house after I die.
0: Well, they will. Cl- Americans f-
2: don't understand. They don't understand that they will take your house after you die in order to pay for everybody's medical. They will do that if these people get
0: power. Bill O'Reilly, this uh, is uh, his op-ed. It's up on the front page of BillOReilly.com today. It's called Political Evil. It is a must-read. Bill O'Reilly, thanks. We'll see you next weekend. All
2: right, let me say happy Happy Mother's Day to everybody.
0: Thank you. I'm I'm not All a right. mother, but well, no, happy Mother's Day to some, you. Some respect. Yes. <laughs> Bill,
3: are you aware, is it true that uh, a subscription to BillOReilly.com is a good Mother's Day present?
2: Oh, Stu, the best!
3: <laughs> oh my yes, God, <laughs> what do you, you get from it. him? <laughs> what does he give you? What? What? Do, what? Twelve percent. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> thanks, Bill. <laughs> you go to BillO'Reilly.com and, and subscribe, and uh, you should do that. It's a it's a good idea. By the way, Glenn, we should talk about uh, Monday. We have, uh, they, they had released all these ads uh, from the Russian uh, bots that were buying yes, all these yes, ads. Yes, 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 A bunch of them released. Some of them targeted at not only Bill O'Reilly uh, fans, but also the Blaze fans. So we'll have really? that on list on Monday. Yeah. All
0: right. Do you notice that the, the press is all concerned about those lies and fake news, but they weren't? For instance, remember the guy who we found out was a leftist and wrote the story about how i was paid a hundred and some you know thousand oh, yeah. dollars by hill. Yeah. You notice they don't care about that one. No, they, they don't ca- care they, about that fake news. No, they did not mm-hmm. care about that fake news. No. They still don't care. And the guy admitted it and they don't care. It's 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 fascinating to me how this investigation that is so important it really is. He only seems to be going after uh, the Russians and what the Russians did to help uh, Donald Trump. I mean, to be fair,
3: potentially Russian invasion into our election process slightly no, more I, important than no, I know that internet nerd. Trying I, to, you know, I know
0: that, but the hypocrisy just never... It never ends. One of these days, it's going to end, but it just... It's not today. Right. It's not today. No. All right. We all know, experience tells us, moms don't forget moms don't forget and you know this because at some point you're going to be sitting in a situation and mom's going to say you know it was like and you're like oh dear god mom don't no not that story moms don't forget so if you somehow or another have messed around and you have forgotten mother's day is sunday mom's not going to forget you may one eight hundred flowers has your back with an amazing offer. Uh, make make you feel a little better uh, about you know waiting up until now. Forty percent off of best selling bouquet arrangements and other gifts that get mom is going to be guaranteed to love. Forty percent off, but the offer is ending today. This is the last chance. I've I've reminded you for two or three weeks now. So we have a, what two weeks left. It's Sunday, Stu. Which it's Sunday, though? There's a lot of next 52 Sunday's, coming, Sundays every year. three days from now. No, two that, days can't yes. that can't be true. That can't be true, because I would have already purchased something. It's not today. It's not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's Sunday, the third day. She'll rise again. Okay? <laughs> Up to 40% off at 1-800-Flowers.com. An amazing offer, but today is the last day. Beautiful bouquet, arrangements, other Mother's Day stuff, 40% off. Go to 1 800flowers.com, click on the radio icon, enter the promo code BECK. That's 1 800flowers.com, promo code BECK. Hurry, the offer ends today. I, I, I don't know about you, but uh, Dwayne Johnson, I'm ready for him to be president. I, I, I thought, I used to Joe. yeah, we'll have The Rock for president. I'm actually ready. I'm ready. You know, he wants to run in 2024. I'm actually starting to, I, and I know it's just the movies, but he saved us from almost everything. And he also seems to be pretty smart. Variety has just announced that he will be paid $22 million for his next project, Red Notice. But a million of that is because he said, oh, you want me to tweet? Oh, All yeah, right, that's a million bucks. <laughs> Tweeting. They're paying him a million dollars oh, for going, wow. look at me, I'm in this new movie that is amazing that's amazing a million dollars to tweet and we all do it for free like idiots like morons Mm. like morons we should have a u.s twitter feed and then we just sell our tweets from look the united states just tweeted something said china's got a new product they just tried it out it's pretty good i I don't care hey there's this this there's this new bollywood movie that's out john from ohio's in it the u.s just tweeted it it looks pretty good maybe can you imagine how much trump's gonna get when he gets out of office for his tweets oh my god
3: he's gonna get i mean he's already very rich uh that's he's gonna make a lot of money on that a lot of money
0: a lot of money it's kind of like oh my hotels went down the drain huh Let me tweet about it. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Beck. Technology is going to be great and will free us or it will enslave us. It is the source of a lot of hope and a lot of anxiety in our culture right now. A lot of anxiety at the upper levels of the tech industry. Yesterday, the White House hosted a meeting with major tech companies to discuss artificial intelligence. And that is good. Been saying for a long time, we must have these conversations about technology. The changes that are coming our way, whether we like it or not, are profound. And we need to try to be informed and prepared. Now, there are things on the horizon to be concerned about and guard against. But there is also things that are on the horizon that are absolutely mind-boggling in a good way. Medical technology, for example. Crazy stuff right out of science fiction that is changing lives. Let me give you one story. Two years ago, a 19-year-old Army private, Shamika Burridge, was driving back to her base in Fort Bliss, Texas, after visiting family in Mississippi. One of her front tires blew out. She lost control of her car, which flipped several times, threw her out of the car. She suffered severe head injuries, compression fractures in her spine, and completely lost her left ear. So she went through... Months and months and months of surgeries and rehabilitation, she grew depressed because she was able to get back on her feet, but she lost an ear and it was depressing for her to look at herself in the mirror. She considered going through a prosthetic um, ear surgery where they would just i don't know if I don't know how it works, um, but it would cause more scar- uh, scarring and further surgery. Then her army doctors told her about another option that she couldn't believe. They said, How about we grow one for you? A real one. One that you'll be able to feel. And then and we can reattach it. What? The procedure is called pre-laminated forearm free flap. Basically, they would grow her new ear inside of her left forearm. So how did they do it? Well... They took cartilage from her ribs and then used that to shape the cartilage of a new ear. Then they placed that ear under the skin of her forearm so it could grow and form new blood vessels and nerves and everything else. Her new ear will have arteries, veins, and even a nerve, so she'll be able to feel it. Oh, and surgeons also say they're going to be able to open her ear canal so she won't lose any hearing. Lieutenant Colonel Owen Johnson, the chief army surgeon who reconstructed the ear, said in five years if somebody doesn't know that doesn't know that she lost an ear, they will never, ever notice. The total ear construction is the first of its kind in the army. Barrage says she already had their ear attached and has two follow up surgeries to go. She said it's a long process for everything, but I feel I'm finally back.
3: It's Friday, May 11th. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: All right. Last hour of the week. We don't want to waste any time. So, uh, and I've got a stack of stories here. I've had on my desk all week that I wanted to get to. There's two stories in particular that I think are important. Stu, I'd like you to choose the news here because it's which one's going to get on the train. Okay. Uh, Two stories that I think are really important. And then some other stories that I rather enjoy. But those usually don't get onto the train. So, two stories that I think are important. Goldman Sachs and Apple team up on a new credit card. This one is gigantic for several reasons. Story number two. As Amazon pursues a second headquarters, it battles hometown Seattle over tax to stem homelessness. This is an incredible story about Seattle and how they're driving businesses out. Okay,
3: Okay. and then um, do I get another choice? Is there another one?
0: Well, you I got, you gave, the, I got, I've got several. You Should I give you all of the headlines and then you pick one or uh, or just one headline? Because that's the you, way we usually do it. I'll we give you three stories. Yeah, give me three. Three. So there's one, two mm-hmm. I just gave yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mask burglar wears bizarre mask that allows police to find him rather quickly. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Goldman
3: Sachs. Definitely the third one. Yeah, credit card news.
0: Tax hike news. Okay. If you're a burglar, what is the mask that you would wear? Probably a ski mask would be choice ski number one. Right? Maybe right? Uh, Jason from Friday the okay. 13th. Okay. the Halloween right? mask. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, this guy in Georgia, he had a different idea. Um, he broke into a GameStop store in the uh, small coastal town of St. Mary's, Georgia, at about one twenty in the morning. The alarms went off. Police got there, and they just re- uh, re- reviewed the surveillance video. And they were like, okay, this is not going to be hard to find him. <laughs> they found him. Uh, and uh, when they found him, he was even, he was, he was, uh, he was, uh, just still wearing the same clothes, but he had removed the mask and he was confused as to how they found him. Apparently, now this is, this was clever of him. Apparently when he decided to rob the GameStop, he put a lot of thought into his mask and he thought, how can I not be recognized? So he looked at all of the things that he had available and, uh, that's when his eyes fell down on a case of desante water desante water yeah mm-hmm. okay so you know the you know you know how water comes and its packaged. it's on the box it's on the flat and then it's got the plastic over it yeah okay so he decided to use that as his mask wait the hmm? the wait he took all the water out okay so he took is, the cardboard out uh, okay okay and then he just put a hole in the bottom of it and he put that mat put that that, you know, it says water. He put that plastic over his head. Now, he was having a hard time seeing because there was all the writing on it. So he just took the opening on the one side and then turned it towards his face because he had to see what he was doing. (laughs) So if you saw him on the side, all you would see was this walking case of DeSante water.
3: DeSante water, But if you mm -hmm.
0: were looking at him from the front. You'd <laughs> he was just peeking his head through a hole in the mask? Peeking his head through a hole in the mask. So he
3: disguised the side of his head and not the front not of the his front face? Not the front of his head,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. The uh, police said it wasn't really a hard. We uh, just released uh, the photo of a man wearing a black t-shirt, khaki pants, and a crumpled plastic bag with his face clearly showing. <laughs> police say... Police say this isn't the first time. Uh, Back in 2009, two men were arrested after trying to break into an Iowa man's home. They were found to have just scribbled masks onto their faces with black marker. When police felt they knew who they were, (laughs) they went to the house. And strangely, the two men could not get the black marker entirely (laughs) off of their face. And finally, one man in California <laughs> who decided to rob a liquor store. He d- he decided that he was going to tr- uh, try to disguise himself by placing f- feminine hygiene pads across his eyes. Hey, Apparently that didn't work. That didn't work. Did he just bump into
3: a lot of things? Um, I'm not really sure how that worked, but... uh, No, I will say that was a great story. That was
0: a great one. But you really want But now let's do the Choose Your News again, because you got the two important stories, and clearly... Goldman Sachs, Apple, team up, new credit. New credit card. Amazon pursued second headquarters, fight Seattle. Big tax story, yes. Yes. And the third story? Oh, you want a choice again?
3: Well, that's how this works, right? You get three stories. Uh...
0: Roofer charged after repossessing roof. Canadian zoo faces charges after taking bear out for ice cream. <laughs> and new beer based on George Washington's handwritten recipe that makes me question everything about George Washington.
3: Choose the name. Do I still have the option of the serious stories? Yes, those are the the first two. Yeah, those are the first two. And then I can choose from the other three as well. Yes, so those are the first two. Okay, the two important ones, the tax one and the credit card one. Make a choice, man.
0: George Washington beer. Budweiser is launching a new beer using a recipe written by George Washington with a portion of the proceeds going to Folds of Honor. Now, as an alcoholic, I am encouraging you to drink this. You're encouraging people to drink as an alcoholic? As an alcoholic. I'm saying I would I would give my left arm to be able to taste the beer that George Washington had. You there know. is something cool about it. Like there's a, It's
3: really cool. I think one of the big beer companies put out a Prohibition ale. Yeah. I think it was last year. And what it tasted like and back it, then? It, yeah. No, it was like a, a, a legitimate recipe they found in a wall. People were hiding it because of the Prohibition era. They actually found the recipe in the wall and, and started making it. Probably bad. It was actually not bad. I think I had it. I mean, of course, they, they may have modified it yeah, slightly right. to make it more delicious, but okay. it was not bad.
0: So this beer was once called America, and they found it among the writings of George Washington. So Budweiser is going to uh, make it uh, this, this summer. Now, they found it in his military journal, and uh, it was just uh, marked to make small beer. To make small beer. beer. That's what he said. To make small beer. Okay. So here's what he wrote. This is what the, the whole thing is based on. Take a large sifter full of bran hops to your taste. Well, I don't. <laughs> to your taste. I mean, to your taste. <laughs> I don't know how bran hops, I don't even know what bran hops taste like. Is that a, a lot of bran hops or a few bran well, hops? Well,
3: it's to your taste. It could be as many right. bran hops so as you I feel appropriate. Spending,
0: I'm spending a lot of time trying to figure out. How many brand ta- uh, hops I like? Boil these for three hours, then strain out thirty gallons into a cooler. So that's a lot of water. <laughs> so it's got to be a lot of brand hops. It's probably a lot of brand hops there. Okay, yeah. so straight again,
3: out f- you need to know the amount of brand hops if you know
0: it's- to water. Right, you need the ratio. Yeah, I mean. Is that so? It would a cup do an awful? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then strain out thirty gallons into a cooler and put three gallons of molasses while the beer is scalding hot, <laughs> or rather drain the molasses into a cooler. Wait, what? Or right? Strain out thirty gallons into a cooler. Put in three gallons of molasses while the beer is scalding hot, or rather drain the molasses into the cooler. What the hell is the difference between put three gallons of molasses or drain the molasses into the cooler? I don't know what that means. Strain the beer. Okay. Strain the beer on it while boiling hot. On it. On what? <laughs> Strain the beer on what? I thought you were putting the molasses into the beer. Isn't the beer the strained hops? I don't know. So that's the beer that I have, the the 30 <laughs> gallons in a cooler that I just put molasses in mm-hmm. while it was scalding hot. Then I'm supposed to strain the beer on it. What? I don't,
3: No wonder no one can understand our founding documents. I
0: mean, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Then he says, while boiling it hot. Well, I thought you already said it was scalding hot. While boiling it hot, let it stand... While boiling it hot, let it stand until it's a little more than blood warm. What? What While boiling it? That's a, something a serial killer would say. Put a, yeah. <laughs> I know the exact temperature. <laughs> then put in a quart of yeast if the weather is cold or very cold. Cover it with a blanket. So do I not put a quart of yeast in if the weather is warm? Warm, right. Or do I not cover it with a blanket if it's warm? Right. (laughs) Let it work in the cooler for 24 hours, then put it into a cask. Leave the bung open. I don't even know what that is. I don't want to know what (laughs) that is. The bung is a real thing? I thought it was just a Uh, Beavis and Butthead I have no idea. Leave (laughs) the bung open until it's almost done working. Then, my favorite direction bottle it that day week it was brewed so either the week or the day Bot. no punctuation bottle it that day week it was brewed was he giving himself options i don't know but i no longer believe in the constitution of the united (laughs) states of america Then, 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 you do. Then your bottle the a a week is brewed. <laughs> you hey, put it, you put the yeast in as the weather's cold, <laughs> and cover it with a blanket unless it's warm.
3: Maybe he was drinking the beer as he was writing it. I
4: don't uh, have any
3: idea. I want somebody to. Well, to- interesting. We have a pretty uh, experienced uh, beer brewer guy on staff. Who? Uh, Ed Bishop is a big home brewer. Really, can, I bet he would be able to
0: to uh, try attempt this. I wonder if you could make this without alcohol in it. Oh, no, not, it's a. I know. For me, I just want to taste it. I'm curious about how many George bran Washington. hops I like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, everyone needs to know the yeah. answer to that
3: question before. Could they die. be
0: the molasses. Could be the bran hops. I don't know what bran hops do to food. So, uh, anyway, Freedom Reserve Red Lager. It's available in May through September 30th. Oh. And they're already making it. So the, we can try it. We'll bring are, some in. There's the, a taste test on Monday there.
3: Well, that's not. Yeah, I'll get I some. I mean, that's not. I get to try it. This show's a lot better that. drunk, I'll tell
0: you that. I'll tell you, you that much. Say that again. <laughs> the other day, um we were talking about uh, we were talking to the guys at Filter Buy, and you know, they everybody here has really bad allergies. And um we were talking about filters, and I don't know anything about filters. I mean I, I I buy a house, I expect it to work, you know? I mean, who's with me on that? Buy a house, what it's got a filter I gotta change? I'll sell this dump. Anyway, uh, (laughs) it's kind of how I feel. It should be plug and play, shouldn't it? It it is. Turn it on. I got Mm -hmm. the key. What else? (laughs) Okay. So uh, apparently, air filters uh, make a huge difference, uh, especially in allergies. And here, I don't know if you saw that that video I posted on Facebook or Twitter a couple of days ago. I'm all over your social feeds. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one where they where they hit a tree and it didn't even look real? All the pollen came out. Oh, go, go, go to my Twitter feed and look at it. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't believe it was real if, if I hadn't lived in Texas, there is so much crap in the air here from pollen. It's crazy. Anyway, that stuff is supposed to get caught up in the filter and filtered out for the air that you breathe. Hmm, Who knows? You should change that once in a while. Hmm. Anyway, filter by they knew. America's leading provider for HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They make it really easy for you to improve the quality of the air that you breathe, and they'll save you money because it it, it, it it's a discount uh, for, for going with filter buy. but it also will reduce the wear and tear on your HVAC system. They're all built here in America. They're shipped for free within 24 hours. You'll save 5% if you have the auto delivery. You don't have to, but you can sign up for that. 600 uh, sizes, they'll even make them custom for you. It's FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. Goldman Sachs and Apple team up on new credit card. Goldman Sachs and Apple preparing to launch a new joint credit card, a move that would deepen the technology giants, push into its customers' wallets, and mark the Wall Street firm's forced foray into plastic. The planned card will carry the Apple pay brand and could launch early next year. Apple will replace its longstanding rewards card partnership with Barclays. The Apple Goldman Sachs card could help companies combat weaknesses in their core business. The new iPhone sales uh, slows. The um, uh, Apple is focusing is uh, focusing on services such as mobile payments, streaming music subscriptions, and app store sales. Now, I just would like to point out that I thought Goldman Sachs was the most evil bank in the world. You I thought th- that or you th- the left I thought I that? I thought that was pretty clear from the left. The left is what was the what was the uh movie with um uh Steve Carell he played the and the little guy's 40-year-old virgin. No, it's a cartoon. He plays the Russian spy. Girls, don't cry. Don't su- despicable, despicable me. Despicable me. Remember, yes. he goes to the bank and it's evil bank or evil corp, formerly uh, Goldman Sachs. I don't remember that, but I would not be yeah, surprised. Or is it all. Lehman Brothers? But Lehman Brothers and Goldman Sachs are the same thing. Remember, the, can- the we can't have somebody. He's got nothing but Goldman Sachs people around him. Right. That was right. That was a big criticism. How, until it was the reality. How is Apple not known as the most evil company on the planet? I really want to know. Steve Jobs was an ass. If I wasn't a nice guy, I would finish that word. You're only saying that because he specifically targeted. No, 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 I'm not. He was a (laughs) bad man. He was a really bad guy. He was a genius, but a bad guy. In addition, he also called Fox News to try to get you fired. (laughs) Yes, he did. It's only written about in his book, but that's a different story. (laughs) Now they are teaming up with Goldman Sachs. How does this company do it there? I'm telling you, they're in league with the devil. It's black magic. We all have stories. We each have a story. You're listening to the Glenn Beck. program. I have an important story, but I I also have a story of Texas Tech where they are training men to uh, trans men to sound more feminine. Trans men. Wouldn't it be trans women? Right. Because you're not supposed to refer to them as their former gender, so it would be trans no, women. No, I, th- I think
3: trans women means they've they've uh, transitioned into uh, a woman. I think that's what that means. So trans women is actually doing it the PC way.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. trans men uh, helps. Uh, the Texas Tech University has a, a new program to help uh, uh, people, men transitioning uh, to women on their vocal uh, presentation, so they can sound more 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 like a woman. And uh, okay. I can do that one for free. You just say, that's not funny. Or uh, <laughs> you're not wearing that out, are you? <laughs> or uh, no, I'm not mad. Or nothing is bothering me. It's cold. Or, I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you did. Though that's, mm-hmm. you'll pass as a woman every time. Just I'll tell you. And I, I give to you, you just, that whole course. Mm, for saved him a whole semester a whole worth of life. A tuition. That's yeah. great. We've got more sexist
3: humor on the other side of the break. Good
4: morning, (laughs) morning, everybody.
0: (laughs) That's sadly not humor. That's just true. Oh, it's very true. Okay. Uh, 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 Pat, welcome to the program. Thank you. All right. Uh,
4: There's a 12-year-old autistic boy who was in school and uh, just decided he was going to play with an imaginary rifle. Held his hands up like an imaginary rifle and uh, a teacher felt threatened by that because as you know imaginary
0: bullets tear through your body oh, at gosh. such a rate that well, I, I don't think it,
4: the bleeding can be stopped hang on just I a don't second think it can. Mm-hmm. hang on mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> was it an ar15 with a high capacity magazine uh, i'm sure it was a it was a military style
4: imaginary a weapon of rifle. war so yes, it was a weapon so of war so it was an imaginary with one design and one only right to kill Right, this imaginary no. rifle
0: was <laughs> wow. designed to, to imaginarily to
4: imaginarily kill
0: kill. Okay, so this kid with autism, yes, uh, he's. T- please tell me he's in prison.
4: Uh, they, the police came and dragged him out of class in handcuffs. Mm. This
0: is in Conroe,
4: Texas, suburban Houston. It's y- you would think better you of think the administrators common, there, common sense. But no, common sense did not prevail. Because the teacher felt threatened, uh, they handcuffed him, dragged him out, put him in a detention center for two hours. I
0: bet that worked well I bet it
4: did. with a kid with autism. Right? That's oh, what his mom I, said.
0: Yeah. This is really going
4: to help. Well, Thank you're going to you. listen
0: to a mother Thank that you. probably raised him to play with imaginary guns? She probably did. She probably did. Her point was,
4: hey, couldn't you have called me and I could come down and say, honey, I know you like to play with imaginary guns. You just can't do that at school.
3: Done it seems yeah, right. like a, a rational way and to then if it the happened
4: situation. again you you know take whatever measure I guess you have to if you feel threatened by his imaginary rifle
0: yeah I would might you know if it if it happened once uh I would call the parent if it happened twice I might call the teacher and say you know what relax it's imaginary okay yes I'm just saying yes that. I might even say well, that the first time Th- that's I,
3: I, she could potentially relax if she had an imaginary Kevlar vest on. But if she did
0: not, then that's, she's maybe what I would, that's maybe what I would do to the teacher. I'd say, sit down, close your eyes for a second. Imagine <laughs> you have a Kevlar vest. You have a Kevlar vest. <laughs> that his vest. imaginary oh. bullet
4: right. cannot penetrate. Right. <laughs> then you won't you feel are, threatened. You
0: Imagine go. you're in a safe zone.
4: She actually said he did something threatening or he said something threatening before he brandished the rifle. Brand- <laughs> <laughs> he brandished An imaginary (laughs) rifle. You can't brandish an imaginary rifle. This is, we have
0: turned into, guys, remember I said history is Mm. going to, they're going to look back at this time. Oh, They're going to look back at this time. Yeah, They are going to think we are insane. Well, we are. We are.
4: They're going to know we're insane because we are. We are. Kid
0: got kicked out of school
4: and he's going to a school the rest of the year. He's got to go to the disciplinary school now. A twelve-year-old autistic boy for playing with an imaginary rifle. Oh
0: they just don't tolerate it. We don't tolerate it. That's what we told the parents. We just don't tolerate it. Zero tolerance. I'm doing it. I'm, I want a new. <sighs> I want a new book. I want to. I want to write a new bathroom book, and I just want to call it History. Will judge us, and it's just going to be filled with just those stories. That just would seriously stories. be great. Yeah. actually, that'd it be would great. Be. It would be, and just with a plea at the end, we're not. We weren't all like this. Yeah. We're not all like this. Well, it's similar to what you uh, always talk about with uh, artificial
3: intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that artificial intelligence uh, will do anything it can to complete its task, no yes. matter how ridiculous or crazy or dangerous, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. the danger about AI. Yes. It's the same thing with these zero-tolerance things. It's like they want so badly to discourage gun use or violence in schools, they'll go to any lengths to do it, no matter how dumb it is, even if it doesn't mm-hmm. help. They're, they're, like... Expelling an autistic kid for brandishing an imaginary weapon is,
0: by Ludicrous. all measures, insane. It's mm-hmm. what a dumb artificial intelligence yeah. unit would do. One that has zero common sense. Mm-hmm. One that's just like, I will stop all brandishing of firearms. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It's, and, and unfortunately, those are the morons that are programming AI right now. <laughs> There's no way out, is there? I mean, is there any way out? When it happens to Texas, when yeah. it happens in Texas, you got to say we are in trouble. trouble. Yeah, we deep, do have deep trouble. Another uh, Texas uh, school update, however,
3: yeah, uh, this one related directly to Pat Gray, who brought this story to our attention initially. Do you remember the story where in Katy, Texas, where a a guy got up in front of the the school board and started talking about bullying and uh, uh, this terrible, con- you know, uh, circumstance of bullying in his past as a kid. And His then, head was
4: slammed into a urinal it, and then he was kicked.
3: Covered, uh, in, covered urine. in urine. It was and, really bad. Yeah. And, he, and then at the end of it, he just blurts out, Yeah, by the way, that was you, Lance, the guy on the school board, the, the guy who's the superintendent, head, superintendent. of
0: schools. Mm-hmm. That was you who did that to me. You're, you know, that was, it was a powerful moment. It really was. Right. And yeah. he claimed that that wasn't him. He didn't know the guy. He was lying. But mm. others several witnesses came several through. witnesses came through and go no you, you don't know the school superintendent he was a jerk mm-hmm. he had a record of being that kind of a guy uh a judge in where was it alabama yep. mm-hmm. uh came mm-hmm. out and said no no no. i was there i saw that yeah and so we had the guy on who was bullied yeah. and he told his story it
3: was pretty com- convincing um so update from katie texas today uh from uh school district superintendent lance hint is it yes uh Quote, In light of an organized and relentless and dishonest smear campaign against me, dishonest. I can I uh-huh. cannot remain as superintendent of KDISD. My family is now my number one priority. They are innocent bystanders. This malicious campaign against me is hurting them severely, and I cannot allow it any further. Uh, he will resign as of January 1st, 2019. Now, you, Pat, were arguably the leader of this dishonest smear campaign <laughs> against him. <laughs> what's your comment
4: jesus
0: jesus (laughs) good jesus
4: sitting in your judgment seat (laughs) i didn't judge the guy just brought the story up uh several times um and i'm good you know he can he can claim all the uh persecution he wants i I think everybody else knows better
0: and you know would have been different Mm. if he would have just come out and said look i was you know, 15 or whatever. Yeah. It would why do you think I'm yes. doing this now? It would have been, it would have been so powerful. But the fact that he, he um, claims that that wasn't him, that they didn't even go to the same school together, which they clearly did. Uh, you have yeah. witnesses that were there that saw it at the time. You know, the fact that. And all why
4: would anybody, anybody corroborate that story if it weren't true? Why? They had no interest in that. They had no vested interest. Right. Right. In this guy, people and out his of story, of out of state, state.
0: Yeah. yeah, out of
3: state. Uh, it yeah. makes absolutely no sense. Two parts None. of this, though, that are interesting. Number one, he's not being fired, right? Right? He's he's re, he's re, not even resigning; he's retiring. Which means, what is it when you retire? He's probably going to get a sweet pension of, for yeah, like, not, you know a <laughs>
4: with fortune it, with bonuses and benefits. He makes between four and five hundred thousand a year. So, I mean, can you imagine? His what retirement's going to be pretty it's nice. Going to be nice.
3: And in addition, the KDISD board voted to provide legal support. Uh, for him. So he they're actually the, the taxpayers are going to fund his pension and fund his legal defense. Uh and I guess that's a good this is a as good an outcome as you can hope for in this circumstance.
4: I'm glad I don't live there anymore. I'd be pissed. Paying for all that? No thank you. Taxes were pretty low there, right? Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm.
3: Really, really low.
0: There they were.
3: I'm sure they were well uh, the Pat Gray unleashed program is now tax free. That's a new, uh, that just started. No taxes. Now,
0: how long is this? Let's not be crazy. You you got to pay for medical care and everything (laughs) else. (laughs) You're drunk a lot lately. That's. Because wouldn't you rather just, I mean, I just wasted. Look, if you're on the path to alcoholism, stop now. Stop. Really, stop. Go get help. Go to AA. Get help. It works. And save your alcoholism for later in life, Mm -hmm. okay? Save it. You're going to need all those blackouts. You're going to need those days where you just go home and go, I'm just going to sit here for a while and just look at the grass and be happy. (laughs) All right. According to Fannie Mae's latest housing report, April was a seminal month for homeowners. It found consumer confidence in housing jumped to its highest level on record. Those who think that home prices are going to move uh, higher rose the most. Those who think now is a good time to sell came in second. And it seems like the gloom and doom of the housing market is greatly exaggerated. Now is the time to make your move. You want to move? You want to sell your house? Now is the time. Real I dot com is is something that I started, uh, I don't even know, five years ago, and the results are remarkable. We've vetted all of these agents, over a 1,000 of them all over America. They're people just like you. They're really good people. I know many of them. They're fans of the show. They share your sensibilities. Our agents have been fully vetted and handpicked by my team for their knowledge, the skill, their track record in your area. They know what your home is worth, and they're going to sell it fast and for the most amount of money. Thousands of families have already put real estate agents I trust to the test, and the results are truly remarkable. Have those same results for yourself. You want to sell? realestateagentsitrust.com. dot com. trust dot com. Sell your house now and for the most amount of money. realestateagentsitrust.com. dot Oh my gosh! You're kidding? Unbelievable! Wow! This is true. It's no, it's, it's, it's documented. Not. It's in the
3: Washington Post. The second article I've read. About no it. it's way! True.
0: Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity, who's yeah. a good guy, mm-hmm. he he's he has apartment complexes. Yeah. This okay. is—they've
3: thir- nailed him on this one, though. You're going to change your opinion on Holy him now. Holy cow! This can't be true. Now this is the line of criticism they're going after, and he is—he's in trouble, man. Wow! Listen okay. to this. All right. So he, he makes a lot of money because he—he's he, had his, runs a successful business. Yes. And he invested that in real estate. Uh-huh. A lot of those investments in real estate were in, uh, you know, in middle income sort of areas that yeah. may have needed improvement. Yeah. Which is, uh, I would, you know, yeah. Sure. At that level, you might think it's actually a sure. good sure. But that's when the Washington Post really got to work, and they found the truth on him, which is apparently there, are, there were a, a small percentage of people going to these apartments, and they were renting the apartments, and what they were doing was a, um, it's a practice uh, known as not paying your rent. Really? <laughs> and what he would not do is continue to let them live there in perpetuity. He did
0: not yeah. put people out on the street.
3: Yeah, he didn't even care. Apparently, wow. Now, of course, obviously, you might notice he hosts uh, multiple programs, so maybe he wasn't micromanaging the ins and outs <laughs> no, of the he, thousands no, of he apartments. Was, of course, he was owned.
0: doing it, but but, uh, but but even if he wa- even if he was, well, it's a, it's a good thing that none of these housing uh, uh, apartment complexes, you know, were probably in the New York area because New York has all kinds of laws that you have to do before you things you have to do before you put people out on the street. Well, I think he's smart enough to do it in Georgia. Oh, in Georgia? Uh, so, yes. Okay. Uh, well, you can just dump people on the street in Georgia. <laughs> well,
3: I, this is insane. This is the second time they've, they've run a story like exposing nothing. That's if you not don't a... pay your rent at an apartment building, you don't get to stay in it. That is. That's a very called very squatting. Basic thing. It's called yes. squatting. You, you have to pay your rent. You That is part of the agreement you make but when you, know you
0: sign a lease. You know what? It's not to a lot of people. It really isn't. It's not to a lot of people. And I mean, journalists, and I mean, they're. I don't think that they are necessarily being all that dishonest. They are Marxists who believe that, you know, you have a right to stuff and he makes enough money, he can afford it. I, I, they believe that. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, the first one that they read, this big... That wrote this big expose on, on the fact that he
3: owned a lot of homes that he rented because he bought real estate. Like, well, the guy has a lot of money. What What is he supposed to do with it? Is he... I, I, I don't understand. I guess he's give supposed to, to just give it all to like anti-gun groups. Would you have been happy if you did that maybe? Give
0: it to the whales. Give it to the whales. Give it to the whales. Oh, it's, it's, I, I just, give it to the whales.
3: It, it's like ridiculous. These are, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you order a pizza and they serve it to you and you eat it and you don't pay, that's not allowed, right? Like I, I understand people go through tough Why are you bringing co- pizza into this? <laughs> We're talking about something
0: entirely, entirely different. Incredibly hungry. Yeah. When you have a car and you don't make payments on your car okay. they repossess your car. All right, so wait a minute. I let me give you that let me give you a story that I almost did uh, about an hour ago and that is the guy who is the roofer that is now going to jail. Roofer contractor charged Tuesday after removing the shingles from a customer's roof during a payment dispute. Um, the victim had a verbal agreement with Andrew Jackson Well, don't get into a verbal agreement with a guy (laughs) named Andrew Jackson. That's your first problem. To replace her roof in 2016, he would defer the payment until her insurance issued her a check. According to the paper, the work was completed in June 2016. By December, he was asking for payment. She said she couldn't pay the entire amount, but offered to make payments. But he declined. I want the money. I need the money. She was unable to cover the roof. uh, And and so he went and he took the shingles (laughs) off her roof. (laughs) it then rained (laughs) causing eleven thousand dollars in damage he was charged with criminal damage to property and criminal trespass whose property was it his it was hers it was his no he was crossing onto her property to get his property right his property right but, Again, I mean, you, that's you what,
3: what, you is a, put, what is a repossession of a car? Right, you cross you onto their property to take your property. That's what it is. You don't get the, the the bank doesn't get in trouble, right? I mean, I guess there's a legal proceed way to do that, probably. Yes. And I, I, and I notifying. I, I imagine uh, that taking he, the roof shingles off is probably not the normal way that's done. But I mean, morally speaking, he's
0: very justified in that. Morally speaking, he is justified. Hopefully he notified her and did it the right way, but apparently he didn't. If he did notify, we should call. If he did notify, what's the difference between that and a bank? Why can a bank do that and he can't? Have a safe weekend. Enjoy yourself. I'm telling you, the world is upside down. Don't waste those black house alcoholics. You're going to need them. Glenn back. Mercury.